You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. You can find old episodes of both of my podcasts along with my blog and information on all of my upcoming comedy shows. And if you're looking for a comedian for your next event, you can contact me through my website as well. Again, abcomedy.net. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to it and please leave us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode for you every single Wednesday. Thank you so much for supporting me and I hope you enjoy the show. You get that warm, fuzzy, nostalgic feeling right now, too, don't you? Oh, man. When I record the intros to this thing, I'll usually let the music play on my computer, and then I'll stop it uh, where the words were gonna are going to kick in so that I've got it like right in the moment. And I listened to that about four times before I started recording this. Like, phew, just the train and cloud and the Midgard. Oh, man. What is up? Welcome back to Remember the Game, episode 12. Final Fantasy VII. I don't think there's a person listening to this podcast that hasn't played that game. If there is, I am shocked. Uh, what can you say? It's uh, probably one of the most historic video games ever made, I, I would think. Um, I had such a hard time just coming up with the music for this episode. I, I listened to so many songs, and I was so torn. I was going to play the theme from... 
the infamous scene with Ares, Ares, Aerith, whatever you want to call her. I was going to play the Sephiroth music, the part where he's walking through the fire. Finally, I was like, dude, everyone knows that opening. Not everyone has gotten very far into the game, but everyone has played that intro where Cloud jumps off the train and tags up with Barrett and whoo, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, honestly, I've got some uh, mixed opinions on this game, and you are about to hear them. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, my buddy Tyler is back. We reviewed Mega Man X a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to get right to the podcast, you guys. Uh, Grab a drink, sit back, relax, and join Tyler and I as we reminisce about uh, the the legend, the legend and the myth. I guess it's not a myth. It's just a lit. Fuck, how would I screw these intros every week? Let's talk some Final Fantasy VII, you guys. Here we go. Okay, so first and foremost, we'll get this out of the way. Spoiler alert. Uh, okay, do you call her Ares or Aerith? Or Aerith? I always renamed her after the girl that I was pining over who would, <laughs> I, would, would spurn my affection because I, I knew she was going to die. Like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck her. Well, whatever you want to call her, because I think in Japan it was Aerith. Yeah, there was a yeah. Here I remember. I remember reading something. It was Eris here, and it was like a weird translation thing. Yeah, the th or something like that yeah. didn't translate properly. Okay, well, uh, I know I said spoiler about thirty seconds ago, but spoiler, she fucking dies. She yeah. dies <laughs> at the end of the first disc. At the time, the most shocking thing to ever happen in a video game, probably. Absolutely, and, absolutely, uh, especially if you built a balanced team. Fuck, dude. I like. Have you ever? seen her other than watching it on a video i've never seen her like maximum limit break because i never leveled her up that much i i got her close and i had a buddy who did like he was obsessive like you know he beat the game he had everything perfect i beat the game i think i was level 64 and like i had neo bahamut as my most powerful oh you never you never had knights of the round oh i i got it later in a a different playthrough my first playthrough i was like level 64 neo bahamut was like my Okay. My max materia and my buddy was like, how did you beat the game? Yeah, you were no like shit. a fart in the wind compared <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> I, uh, so like, I mean, I don't know about yourself. I probably have not played Final Fantasy VII in 15, 15 years. 2002, 2001, right yeah. around there. That's when I played it. When it, ca- when it pro- came out? Because uh, it came out in like 97. Yeah, somewhere around there. I was yeah. in high school when it came out. Yeah, yeah. It was the reason to get a PlayStation. I was like, yeah. ah, what's with the new system? I'm a Nintendo guy. Fuck the PlayStation. Yeah. And then saw the preview for that and was like, oh, okay, yeah. never mind. I, and I, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm sure that three quarters of the people listening to this podcast know exactly what you're saying because they went through the same thing. Oh, that uh, uh, the commercial where it shows it shows Cloud on the bike. And it shows him standing there with the big sword, and I think it shows meteor coming, right? Like, or meteor, or however you say it, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. the, the the doomsday yeah. meteor coming, and uh, it I, it basically just showed that, and I was like, oh no, I, I think I've experienced a nerd boner for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that was fucking. I I remember the. I, I don't really remember commercials. I remember reading about it in gaming magazines, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was the same. I was a loyal Nintendo kid. Nintendo sixty four. It's all I fucking need. And uh, oh, especially yeah. with games like Goldeneye. Yep. You know the sixty four Mario Kart. The wrestling know. games, like uh, yeah, dude. No, I'm not yeah. gonna criticize no, you that's for that. Fine. But uh, <laughs> I loved it. Like, I, lo- I I enjoyed those games. But then uh, I remember buying. I remember my friend Mike. My friend Mike Webb. And I, uh, I don't know if Mike listens to this or not. If he does, hey Mike. Um, if he doesn't, Mike, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> we fucking we would buy those gaming magazines, and we would just like 
ogle over Final Fantasy VII for hours and be like, look at this. Like, because because until then, um, especially back in like very, because that was very prime or very, very preliminary internet days. Like it was oh, fucking yeah. first internet. Yeah. Um, so it's dial up to look at anything on the internet. Like a picture was 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, each line. Yeah. Like I had played Final Fantasy two on the Super Nintendo and I had seen Final Fantasy three. I never played it. And then all of a sudden it was Final Fantasy seven. So part of it was like, where the fuck are four, five, and six? But then the much bigger part of it was like, holy crap, look at this game. Oh, and yeah. It, it looks, uh, I mean, obviously, it's easy now to look back at those polygon graphics and be like, this is fucking hideous. But in those days, that was like yeah, mind-boggling. Well, especially, so the way they did it was they had pre-rendered backgrounds, right? So they had these really like, it's almost like, um, you ever watch the Miyazaki uh, animes, the He's the guy who does like uh, Spirited Away or mm. Princess Mononoke. No, so they're Disney. Disney uh, distributes those ones. Those okay. are two really big ones in the Western world. But what he does is he like pre-paints all the backgrounds, and then just the characters are animated over. Okay. So you have these really, really, really super detailed backgrounds, and they were beautiful. Yeah. And then these like you know they seem somewhat less, but you know animate less detailed animated characters yeah. moving over top of them. I think that's how a lot of animation works sure. actually. Yeah, yeah, in I'm sure. Hindsight, I'm comparing it to like a really obscure reference, but right. um Final Fantasy does that same thing. Yeah. 7. Um where the the backgrounds were all pre-rendered, so you know you you can only interact. That's why everything that you can interact with kind of pops out. Yeah, it was right? easy to tell. Yeah, yeah, right? like the treasure chests and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But because you did that, all of a sudden you have 3D characters. You have these really detailed backgrounds that are just, you know, a doomy and gloomy, like the steampunk, you know, before steampunk was really yeah. a cool thing, right? Yeah. Um, it, it was like they were cool looking. And then, dude, and then you get to the cutscenes. And like, freaking arms are barbells yeah. or whatever. I don't <laughs> know. You, it, dude, still, it still looked cool back then. Like, you know, it captivated my imagination, absolutely right? It was easier to imagine what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's what you kind of use your imagination, but you could imagine what they were supposed to look like. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you seen the picture of the guys that went to the Comic Con dressed up as the, like, polygonal final fantasy 7 oh, characters no but that's <laughs> like their arms are blocks their head yeah. are blocked like it looks awesome but yeah, they yeah. look just like the final fantasy 7 that's but, so good but then we go to the cutscenes, and you could see what they were supposed to look like yeah. and it was like wow like to this day some of those cutscenes are dope oh yeah but they back then they were like they were mind-blowing man because that's see. some of the first cg like kind of uh, pre-rendered cutscenes. That's the. I've, I'm not going to say it's the first game to do that, right? Because there's probably one or two, maybe PC games that have done that. Sure, right around that era. But it's one of the first mainstream ones. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it. Um, and like, and I don't, I don't often get into like the like behind the scenes like news and stuff when it comes to this podcast. But like, I do know for a fact that with Final Fantasy VII, it was initially going to be a Nintendo 64 game. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they were like, yo, like this isn't going to work on your cartridges. Like at all. it was three discs, yeah. right? Like it was three. It was, it was the first huge. game I ever owned that was more than one disc. And I was like, wow. Like, oh yeah. Uh, and it was three discs, but they were like, it's not going to work on carts. And they ended up going over to the PlayStation with it. Like it makes you wonder if Nintendo hadn't decided to go with cartridges for the 64 and they had just gone right to discs. I th- maybe they it would be Squaresoft would have, I think it was still Squaresoft then right like it wasn't Square Enix yet I don't still, think so I think it was Squaresoft still yeah they would have probably stayed with Nintendo like, and that, so. that that's one of the the title uh, companes that made Sony dude the Final Fantasy like, 7 the only reason I bought a Sony PlayStation sure. was for 7 I think a lot of people would I think I did too like it like I think a lot of people would say that it um and it's funny because like and we'll get into this a little bit more but like um I I I think Final Fantasy VII is slightly overrated. I think that what it accomplished, we'll get into that more. In a minute. Like what it accomplished is great, but I okay. wouldn't put it in my three favorite Final Fantasy games. 
uh, if we include all Squaresoft games, it doesn't make the list for me. Oh, yeah. No, if you include all of them, then it's getting further down. But it's yeah. fourth or fifth on my depth chart just for the Final Fantasy games. Um, we'll get what into you, that. We'll what, get, you, what do you we'll, put above it? We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> uh, but I do think that like what it did, like like I don't care what anyone says, Final Fantasy VII put the PlayStation on the map. Mm-hmm. It was a system. It was a system seller. And yeah. like when I think back to playing the original PlayStation, I think of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I think of Tony Hawk. Yeah. That's why I played my Tony Hawk yeah, games. Yeah, like, yeah. oh God, I played a lot of Tony Hawk. Oh, that's what I. That's why I started skateboarding. Was it the Tony Hawk games? Yeah, I had, oh, I had tried skateboarding like the Bart Simpson days, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be a badass. And yeah. then I had like the, you know, I didn't even have the properly cut skateboard. I had like the 80s style skateboard with the, the plastic the- like <laughs> guards on it. So you didn't wreck the, yeah. the art on the board. The one like, lip, like it only yeah. had the one side. Yeah, yeah. yeah just brutal. Like and then, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then playing Tony Hawk was like, oh, now I'm going to do this actually because right. it's badass. Right. Like, yeah, like that's what I think when I think of the PlayStation. I think of Crash. I think of Tony Hawk. I think of Metal Gear Solid. And I oh, think yeah. of Final Fantasy VII. Like yeah, those yeah. were like, and those are some and huge. Resident geeky. Evil. And re- I never played them. I, oh, I, I do yeah. think of them now, but I didn't play them back then. Yeah, that was that was like the those second were title. Too. Yeah, and those then were I big was too. probably, well, I, I probably wasn't too young. I, I got scared playing those as a kid. Dude, like, yeah, they're scary games. Me and my buddy Sean would stay up and play the Resident Evil and then just like, you know, all of a sudden we're screaming. My parents were like, what the fuck are you <laughs> <doing>? <laughs> ah! But it was like, it was, yeah, Final Fantasy VII. I would love to see someone that has never played one of those, like a kid, like my nephew that's like 12. Yeah, yeah. And try to sit him down and show him Final Fantasy VII and have him just be like, what is this? Because I was like, this was the top. The thing back then. Like it was, I mean, not only were the characters cool and like the story was great, the graphics for the time were incredible. It was three disc, which was a huge, to this day, it's a big game. Like it's a long game. Yeah. I think uh, my first playthrough was like 70 hours or something. I believe like that. that. Yeah, right around there. Um, um, and then like, I remember getting my mom to print off a player's guide at work and yeah, it was yeah. like a binder. Yeah. Like, it was so big because it was so much because if you wanted to do everything, if you wanted to defeat all the weapons, get all the materia, all that stuff, it was a lot to do in that game. So after my first playthrough, I printed off a walkthrough. Okay. And you know, it was, I think it was like a hundred pages. My dad was pissed because I used up an ink cartridge sure. at home. Like he's like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? Like, <laughs> I suck at this game. I need, mm-hmm. I need help. <laughs> Well, just play it. No, it doesn't work like that. There's secrets everywhere. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know. And there was so much to like, it was, yeah, it was a lot to do. Like, so the, okay, so, so, okay, let's do the rankings quickly. Then we'll go to, just want to forget. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what order I would put them in, mm-hmm. but for me, it's four, six, and nine are the top three Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I didn't like four. Oh my God. So four, is that two yeah. in North America? Yeah. Right. That's the first RPG I ever played. Um, actually, you know, I did like that one. I like the whole, like betrayal and that stupid villain that clown guy the clown guy yeah well he's like a jester jester kind of guy isn't it like the the main villain and oh that no that's six that's that's six. kefka yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. kefka's I, the greatest I, I, villain I, yeah, yeah oh yeah that's another reason that seven okay seven goes behind four six and nine at yeah. least for me yeah uh that said sephiroth is a one b to kefka's one a I, I do put Kefka ahead of him slightly yeah, yeah, because Kefka, he was creepy. Kefka, like my buddy Mick said on the podcast we did about, Kefka was the Joker. Yeah, like he, he was, was the perfect Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sephiroth is such a badass villain. So in four, who's the villain? Is it your dad? Uh, no, well, it was it was Golbez. Right. But then Golbez turns out to have been under control. I can't remember the name of the. I'll have to look it up because I'm doing a podcast about it soon. I haven't played it in a while. Yeah. Um. It wasn't Golbez was the villain for a while, but then he doesn't end up being the villain. It ends up being somebody else and Golbez ends up being Cecil's brother 
oh, okay. Like, it's kind of Star Wars-y style. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Like, I didn't play a whole bunch of that. Where? Uh, I played th- I played six. Sure. Um, which was great, which is fucking great. Like, yeah. for me, four and six are the two greatest Final Fantasies. Well, and I liked nine a lot. I really enjoyed nine. Because like, I, I felt like it brought it back to the fantasy. I felt exactly. like seven and eight were... I liked seven a lot. Like I said, it was... I do too. It's, mm-hmm. it's genre-defining, and it's on my list of top three. But it's uh, six, seven, and nine. Okay. Not in that order. Yeah, just, no, same just thing. Just those are the three like, that I like. Seven would probably be my number four after four, six, and nine. Like I think I think most diehard Final Fantasy fans would have those four games in the top four. Right. If or you at open least up three of them. If you open up to all of Squaresoft, Chrono Trigger bumps seven sure. off the list. Yeah, yeah. I think Chrono Trigger was just so much better. I think seven gets a little bit of love based on what it accomplished. Yeah. That said, looking back on it, uh it was dope. And I and I do I will say to this day that there are characters in seven that are my favorite. So like my favorite character of all time is Shadow from Six, because yeah. he's awesome. Fucking but like ninja. like but like Cloud Cloud is probably my favorite main protagonist in any Final Fantasy game, because he doesn't necessarily have like a character model. So you yeah, can, you can uh, envision yourself as him more because uh, yeah. he doesn't talk a lot. No, like you're, and his story is like he's a clone. So, yeah, you know he, you get to kind of like be like oh you know i can fill the gap that is his perso- yeah. personality because like at the beginning of the game he comes across as this like badass mm-hmm. and then you find realize that like he's a failure yeah and that's why he kind of became a badass and you realize like he's like a fraud who's trying to be this zach guy yeah kind of you know what i mean because well, he was a failure accident, accidental fraud yeah like, he yeah. doesn't know he no, doesn't he have doesn't. memories no right? he doesn't um I found that storyline kind of confusing as a kid. Like until I could get online and kind of read more about it. I was like, what, what exactly is going on here? Who is this guy? So my buddy Brandon's a game developer at Bioware, right? Okay. And uh, I was bitching at him one day. I was like, Final Fantasy VII doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on It's hard here. to follow. You're a fucking clone. What are these little glass balls? You summon a giant fucking dragon. Like, what yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> and he was like, man... You just don't get it. And I was like, fuck you, <laughs> fucking industry yeah, I, guy. I still find it, like, I would have to sit down and, like, and again, that's part of this podcast is it's off the top of your head. But, yep. like, it's still kind of foggy to me. But, like, I do remember, so so they used to they used to infuse their soldiers with, what was it called, Mako? And, the Mako energy. Yeah. yeah. And so Sephiroth. And that's like the lifeblood of the planet. Right. And so Sephiroth was, like, their, like, ace soldier. Right. And then Zack was, like, his, like, sidekick kind of right or like kind of like another His one apprentice. of their yeah okay that's a good word apprentice yeah. and then cloud was just like because cloud as you end up finding out was like one of the like the the fucking the pawns big, he's like one of the, 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 the first guys you beat in the game like you get yeah. those two soldiers come up to the train track yeah he was one of those yeah, guys, that's what right? he was he was just like a grunt yeah um and then and then sephiroth goes crazy because he realizes that he's like a science experiment and yeah, he's he's a descent or like a clone of the ancients right, right? so then he kills zach yeah. Right. Yeah, and Cloud yeah. is Zach's friend. Yeah. Cloud gets Zach out of there or something, and then Zach dies. Right. And then Cloud ends up taking over Zach, like being I, like Cloud, acting. Cloud. I think Cloud dies as well, and then he's like a clone of maybe, and it's like a mix of their DNA. Maybe. See, it's a hard game to follow. It is, right. it's and a, I don't remember clearly. Right. I remember there was something where he was like, the reason he loses his memories and has like I, thinks he's Zach yeah. is because he was a clone. I thought there's somebody listening to this right now, like you <laughs> fucking idiots, cloud is thing. But it was like at the end of the day, he's a cool character. I like it. Yeah. I like, like the thing I like the most about this game and this story is that like there's no question. By the time like there kind of is a question at first because at first you think you're trying to bring down Shinra. 
Yeah. And then you realize, like, no, Shinra's not even, like, we got to stop Sephiroth because yeah. Sephiroth wants to destroy the world. Well, they and they both are destroying the world. But Sh- Shinra's, like, you know, they're playing the long game. They're fucking yeah. it up by being a greedy corporation. Right. right. Yeah, we can always stop them later. Sephiroth's, like, bitch, now. I'm doing it now. Yeah, and then Shinra, like, hits the point where, like, Shinra, like, kind of joins you, right? Because yeah, they later. try to attack Sephiroth and they lose. Yeah. They end up releasing all the weapons or whatever the fuck it is. And then those things are going crazy. Right. But what I like about this game is that you can take your your party, your main party, the main characters that you play as, and it's so obvious that for whatever reason, they're all like, yo, we got to stop this fucking guy, right? Yeah, like, your, your group of eco-terrorists. Right, because Cloud's cool. Uh, I actually like Barrett. He was one of the characters I used to the end game. I like the idea of the gun arm. I gun like, arm. Oh, that's so cool. Because in all the other Final Fantasies up to that point, it's all fantasy. Like, sure. I think that like, uh, I think they kind of, not by any fault of their own, I think they do the best they can. I do think they kind of missed the mark at making him what they're trying to fully make Barrett. Because yeah. I think like in his, in full out Barrett, like with this remake, which we'll fucking talk about at the end. Um, the remake they've been remaking. Oh, forever. fuck. I hope that Barrett <laughs> is like that. Because like when I think of Barrett, I think of like this fucking big, deep voice, got a temper, like, let's fucking go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and that's You're where You're picturing I, Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah. But Terry like not smiley like, Terry Crews, no, but no, like, no, like fucking let's go, Terry yeah, Crews. Muscles Terry Crews. That's muscles, what I think of when muscles. I think of Barrett, you yeah, know? Yeah. And they try to get there. Yeah. Uh, I like Tifa. I think she's cool, like Cloud's yeah. sweetheart, right? Like yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I really do like the character of Ares a lot. Yeah. I think she's become part of like Final Fantasy lore. Yeah, and like and like her character is so necessary because like because like the whole point is like uh, if, if Sephiroth didn't kill her, she could have stopped him, Easily. right? Like she had the ability she, to just the cast, potential to cast Holy, I think it was, yeah, and stop the whole thing. And so Sephiroth wiped her out, and right. which she like, was the only threat. Yeah, and it was like, and you lost characters. Like I played Final Fantasy two or four uh, quite a few times, and you do lose characters throughout that game; they right. die. But like, well, that fucking ninja, yeah. <laughs> but like to have to have uh, this dude, the main villain, drop out of the sky and just stab the heart of your team in oh, the yeah. heart, and then you're like you're expecting her to come back, and then it's like no, it, she's gone, like what? she's not coming back. So and I well, I won't spoil this yet because you're playing through Chrono Trigger for the first time. Yes, right don't now. say anything about so Chrono I won't, Trigger. Right I now. won't spoil anything. Um, but um, I lo- I loved that dude. Like at the time, it was so shocking. But like you said, you can. You, you expect to be able to bring her back, you know, especially you with the Phoenix down. Like, what? I don't get it. I have these Phoenix down. I know. You bring everybody back I, to life. You know, because, like, dude, like, I don't know if you fell down. Okay, well, I'll finish the characters, and then we'll get into this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you have Aerith. She's cool. Tifa's cool. Uh, there is, uh, is it Kate Seath? Is that how you say it? Kat Sith? Yeah. I fucking Kat hate Sith. him. I fucking yeah. hate him. He's like a fucking He's, spy I, for Shinra. Who I never used him. No, nobody uses him. He fucking sucks. I wanted a mogul. Like the little, yeah. what he, like, yeah. is kind of like a cartoony version of. Like, I wanted an actual mold. Yeah. I was like, this, this guy's bullshit. I think he sucks. Uh, Red 13's cool. Yeah. He, he's, he's probably the most badass. Especially. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he's, for me, he's second badass. Okay. Uh, Yuffie is kind of take or leave her. Yeah. Uh, Vincent's cool. I don't really use oh, him. Yeah. Because sometimes I find that he's kind of a fucking hinder to use. With well, his, he's emo. Yeah. You know, he yeah, he is. He but but I love his whole gimmick and like yeah. trying to get him and stuff. I think the limit break. Yeah. His limit breaks were cool. Like turning into Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. To Dracula. You yeah. Know? Like he kind of had like a cool. That, that he's like locked in this basement yeah. and you have to like go down and like dig him out and find him and then he'll like eventually join you. It is cool. Can you miss him? You can. You, you, you can, can miss him and you can miss Yuffie are the two that you don't have to get. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you could miss Yuffie because she steals all your material. She does steal all your material. Little this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. 
Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. And then, uh, and then there's Sid. And for me, Sid, I love Sid from Final Fantasy. I know there's a Sid in every one. Yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy VII, Sid is the best. So, like you know, the MCU multiverse, right? Yes. Sid's like the one guy who who like fulfills that role in the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, he's like, he is. Yeah, he's he like, is. He's like ah, everybody else is kind of has their story, but I'm the guy. He's, I, he's the god character who's I, in every story. Right? He's dude, and like, and I like a lot of the Sids, but Final Fantasy VII Sid is my favorite. Oh, easily. he's an asshole, mm-hmm. but like you can tell that like he's not an asshole. There's a good guy there because his like I, I love his story the most of all the stories because his except maybe clouds that I don't quite understand because Sid's, <laughs> Sid's whole story is that he wanted to go into space, yeah, and then his wife kind of like fucked it up, and now he's just this guy. Who spends his days blue collar working guy, you know, he's, dr- dreaming about going to space because yeah, that yeah. was what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so, I, when he joins you, like he's such a because he's got that like oh fuck off to him, which I think yeah. is so cool. Yeah, yeah. And that, then that anti hero attitude. Yeah, right? and when you lose Cloud for a while, they he's make your, Sid the leader. Yeah, which yeah. I I really enjoy. I'm like that's really cool. Well, and above Barrett and above like Tifa, who yeah, you know, like Barrett was the leader originally yeah of avalanche, avalanche. Right? yeah yeah but and then, he just recognizes this you know sid's the guy yeah. he's the guy uh so he's, they're he's a you know he's the guy who can fix anything yeah we better make him the leader so they're a cool team and it's a it's a i really enjoy the cast of characters in this one outside of sith he can go fuck himself yeah. uh <laughs> now did you fall down the wormhole of trying to revive eris because i did for quite a long time oh yeah i thought that well especially i put time in she was my healer Right. right. So when you when you build a party in those games, usually you kind of like want to have a brawler, especially when you played six. You kind of have that like idea that you yep. want different types of damage. Right. Or if you uh, it, you'll find out in Chrono Trigger, this isn't really a spoiler, but you want each each character has a different magical. Yeah, they're elements, right? Element. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Right. So you want to have like a diverse team. Yep. You don't want to have everybody using the same element. You do. So you want to have like a healer. You want to have a brawler. Yeah. You want to have a magic caster. Somebody who you know. Well, and she had limit breaks that were like heals too, right? Right. Like I remember that now. Her, cause like, yeah, yeah, cause like, cause it had materia, and like I had never played six before I played seven, at least not much. Yeah. And so I found the materia system kind of weird because I was like, you can give anyone any spell at any time just by yeah. equipping materia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but which, now I've come to appreciate. Yeah, now I've come to kind of appreciate that system a little more. Yeah. Cause like, dude, I I like I don't know about you, but like 
being the age that I was when that game came out, I had nothing better to do. I would lay in my room for hours and just listen to music and just grind just yeah. to try to like level up all my materia and master all my materia and everything. Especially in my second playthrough. My first playthrough, like I said, I, I streamlined it. I tried to, I, I just wanted the story. Yeah. I just was like hungry for the story. I wanted right. to know what was going on, even though I, you know, didn't really quite understand everything. And like there's subtle nuances like, you know, Jehovah is one of the, you know, yeah. they, they kind of like do throwbacks to Japanese lore to Christian lore or mm-hmm. not, well, Jehovah Witness lore, but Christian mm-hmm. lore, you know, Jehovah being the God figure. In, right. Like, so they have, and like Sephiroth's sword is called Man Immune or Mass Immune or whatever, which is right. like an ancient Japanese sword. It's supposed to, it, there's a lore to that. Right. Right. I don't quite know it now, but I think when I was at that age, I probably looked it up. and was like, oh, wow. You know, they're, <laughs> they're drawing from all of these real life things, yeah, even though yeah. they're not even real life things. Right. They're just like folklore. They, they really do a good job of making Sephiroth about to be like, I'm a god. And I want mm-hmm. to be a god. And, and his uh, final form even. Like, oh man, yeah. that was badass. And you have to unite this team to go get him. Uh, the Materia thing was cool. Because um, you were right. It was kind of like, the only reason Iris was my healer was because she had those limit breaks that healed. Right. Um, and like, <laughs> it's kind of sexist maybe, but like back in those days, that's what the girl was. The girl was the healer, right? right. Like that's well, what you did. Tifa wasn't. Tifa though. was badass. Yeah. It was cool. I, and I was something I found really cool too, because I'd never really seen that in a game. Where they, because I mean, like playing Final Fantasy two, you had Rosa, and she was just like the damsel in distress healer. Yeah. And Mario RPG Princess Peach or Toadstool, or whatever, was the healer. Right, right. And 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 in in Final Fantasy seven, Tifa like didn't even use weapons. Like she used like martial arts was like her weapon. Yeah. And her she limit just break beat was the like crap out of people. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was so cool that they had this huge muscular guy and Barrett, and instead Tifa's the one that punches yeah. and kicks. Yeah. And. You know, it was still might have been a little bit sexist because she had huge jugs. Yeah, she and they, sure did. They they played that up. Like huge you, triangle jugs. Yeah. <laughs> She's jumping, doing that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we won that fight. <laughs> um, but. So, yeah, no, like it was, uh, the characters are cool. I really like the materia system. The storyline, albeit a little bit confusing, yeah. was fun. The materia system too, like the combos you could achieve with them, like with the mimic materia. Yeah. I think there was uh, one where you would do like a last cast think i might be i might be just mixing up the, the mimic one but i remember when the second playthrough when i had like knights of the round yeah. uh the final bahamut and uh, i forget what else i would cast with it but there were three that i would cast and it would be like 15 minutes of watching oh fuck well, that I, that's actually a huge drawback to the game you're doing huge you're doing the knights of the round and you're like that you can't skip the summons is really frustrating because yeah. i remember yeah i remember reading about uh, like okay for the record how the fuck anyone found knights of the round to then explain it to all of us i have no idea and i feel like that with a lot of like rpgs and those types of games i'm like how the fuck did you find this oh yeah like in final fantasy 6 where you have to let those things eat you to go into the dimension to find gogo i'm like how the fuck would you have ever found this and in final fantasy 7 how By anyone accident, you'd you would have been a trash player you would have like, had oh, to i lost to them because in final fantasy 7 you had to end up with a gold chocobo yeah which was a process and a half and then yeah. take the gold chocobo to get to that little island yeah. to get the knights of the round yeah. yeah yeah i have no fucking idea how anyone ever found that out my friend thomas told me to do that and like i was like oh yeah because i didn't like i said the first playthrough i missed all i missed all of the final limit breaks yeah uh I actually might have had one because you have to get it. Well, clouds, you're almost inevitably going to get just by leveling up because you use them so much. Right. And I think I got clouds and that was it. I I don't remember clearly, but I remember like when I showed my buddy, I was like, oh, I beat it. And he was like, you're level 67. Like, you're a fart in the wind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How did you beat Sephiroth? I was like, oh, it took me like 10 hours. I tried a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. You played the perfect game. Like, 
Yeah, when I beat it, everyone was 99, but I had the guide. Right. Um, well, and the next time I played through, I had the guide. Sure. I, I, and my buddy told me how to get the Knights of the Round. Uh, I think there was one where... Because uh, I remember there, cause there's the weapons you have to fight. Or you don't have to fight, but you can fight. Yeah. And and if I'm not mistaken, again, I'm sure there's someone that's more of a diehard Fantasy Seven guy that's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. But like, I'm sure that with one of the weapons, I remember you cast... You, you could get something where you could cast four spells. And you cast Knights of the Round four times and then yeah. mimic well, it. It was the mimic... Uh, was one way to do it. There was the, uh, like I said, the last cast, I think. So like you'd have somebody cast with mimic. So you'd cast like Knights of the Round right. and they would mimic it. And then you'd have a person who would like mimic that. And it would just be like pow, 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 pow. But then you could like put the controller down to walk away, right? And yeah. come back. 15 um, minutes later. But then there was another weapon. And I don't, maybe it was the same one, but I don't think so. Were you like, you wanted to go in with two guys dead and one guy like maxed out on something to make him strong enough to do I don't remember. No, it was, I I never did that. It was fucking there was so many little like it was a huge game and there yeah. was so many little things that I just I'm like maybe I don't have the patience, maybe I don't have the understanding or the knowledge to do it. I have no idea how people figured some of this stuff out. Well, I had different ways to play here. That's the replayability, right? Yeah, is it learning is. how to do stuff like that. Um that was one of the things where like my buddy Thomas played a lot of it and we would just go back and forth and like one of the things he would do where I was like, oh, I don't have the time to do that, where you could jump off the train right at the beginning, he'd grind those two soldiers and just like the, the first instance where you could fight, he would sit there and just grinding to get his limit break up, to get tonics. So he'd have like, by the time he fought that first boss, he'd have 99 tonics. Like, Why? You're autistic. Yeah, like, I don't what have is your kind problem, of patience man? at all. Fuck that. And I like to grind. And I loved, like Final Fantasy VII, I grinded more than any game because really? of the because of the materia. Yeah. I grinded so much because I had to master all the materia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but like, it was like, I, like I say, I would put music on yeah. and just lay in my room as like a 14-year-old kid and just yeah. fucking grind and grind and grind. Well, I don't have the patience to do that now. No. But like to do that, that sounds morbid to me. Like fucking. Uh, and like, to be fair, watch, you know, I'd go to his place and see his characters and be like, oh, you're way higher level. Yeah. And we'd be at the same like point in the sure. main storyline. Sure. I'd be like, oh yeah, I see why I suck. Like, <laughs> I understand <laughs> you are way better at this than I am. I just never understood how people find all the stuff they find in those fucking games. And then like, this was the first one I'd ever, the first RPG I'd ever played where there were missable characters. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the instruction book said something about that. You you may not even get all of them, but it didn't tell you which ones you may not get. Right. And I ended up getting all of them. Yeah. But, I, uh, and first playthrough, I got all of them yeah, as well. Yeah. So. But I thought that was so cool. Like the concept of like missing a player all together. Like, yeah. like that never happened before. I mean, I guess it happened in Final Fantasy VI kind of because you could like miss a couple of characters and kill Shadow. But yeah, I had never, never experienced so, it. And that feeling of loss from losing a character right so i the first time i experienced it was with final fantasy 6 with losing shadow and my buddy tony was like oh you just have to do this and you get him back and i was like what (laughs) like you are you kidding me but with seven like you don't get her back no and i was like i was so convinced that there was there had to be a way and then like and then and then fucking especially in those days like anyone that's younger is listening to this is like you guys are stupid but back then like, like you didn't lose a character. No, and the internet, dude. Like when you would Google, like, can you change be revived? I don't or, think there was Google yet. Oh yeah, I guess you not. Yahoo. Yahoo. You're right. Yahoo. Yeah. Uh, Google wasn't even like a catchphrase. You're yet. right. It's true because I was like one of the last people to transfer off Yahoo. Even when Google was big, I was like, I'm a Yahoo guy. And then finally, I was like, yeah. it's Google. I, I think Yahoo. One of their like dying, uh, their like company's like death rattles was they paid. Uh, Gossip Girls or Charmed or one of those WB shows to instead of dropping like oh just Google it just oh, Yahoo just it. Ja- yeah yeah <laughs> just Yahoo it <laughs> but that, yeah you're right it's what it was it was Yahoo uh, 
and, 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 and there were so many rumors about how you could revive her. You mm-hmm. had to get 99 tissues and then go do this. You had to go get some key that would get you back into Midgur where oh, you could yeah, dig up yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, And those were on those like janky HTML sites where it was like a solid color background, you know, solid, a, a single color text. And yeah. that was the webpage. It was just like yeah. text and a background. Yeah. There wasn't like, yeah. you know, uh, hot links that you click on to no. that lead you to different. And it wasn't like any kind of flash art. Like it was literally text in a background. Yeah. And like, and there were so many different rumors, man. And then it came out basically they were all fake yeah. eventually. Although like, I'm still not a hundred percent certain. I'm, is I, I've, I want to say there's still a way you can revive her in the Japanese version. No, I don't know. But I don't know. Or they wanted to put that I in think there or was something. A, there was like a, they, it was one of those crossroads where the director was like, nope. So do you, like, do you wish they, cause I, I kind of wish that they had put it in. I think I, it would have made just it, 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 make it totally optional, but it would have been another cool thing to add to the game. So I had a hamster at the time, right? And losing Aerith caught me lost so then when my hamster died i was like oh this is a thing that happens in life too this is something in a storytelling medium that i have been faced with you know as as a developing youth right and so then when it came to losing my hamster in real life i was like oh okay like that's what loss is you know you grieve and like i grieved over like i (laughs) I think a lot of people did i was was, there was deal it was i was the first time i was upset about losing losing someone yeah and like i was attached to her like when you when you're watching tv as a kid you're watching for half an hour you don't really develop an attachment yeah. to those characters when you're playing a game you, for 60 70 hours yeah, you may have 40 hours plus in by the time she dies yeah i and think like, it was about that right like you know if you did a lot of exploring and stuff like that yeah. you could be like i mean dude if you took the time to fucking max her out which i'm sure lots of people did and then she died. Yeah. I don't even know if I would have been sad or angry because I put so much time into it. She's gone. Right. And I think like the first disc is the biggest disc. Like that's the most. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you probably spend the most time out of the other two discs. Right? Yeah. Cause With... I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure by the second disc, like you have all the characters going into the second disc. Cause you have them all when Ares and dies. Do you have the airship yet? I think, I think yeah, because like you get it with Sid, don't you? Yeah. So, so then it's a lot of like the second disc is mostly like exploring. So then the up. worlds opened up. That's what yeah. it is. The linear story. It's less of the linear story, and the worlds opened up more. And then I think three is basically just going to fight Sephiroth. Like it's basically yeah. what and it's the for. weapons, right? And the weapons, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when she died, it was like I was so sure you could bring her back. And then oh yeah, I remember. Do you remember that there's and this is true. This really is in the game. There's like a fucking two second clip where you go to like her old church and mm-hmm. like her sprite is there and then it disappears. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't it's, know why the it's, fuck it's the memory of her yeah. or whatever. Right? But that was why everyone was like, "Dude, look! Like you can yeah, her spirit's you know? still there. <laughs> and you can't bring her back." And like I, I remember seeing like screenshots of her being back, but it was from Game Shark shit or something because you yeah, could yeah, like yeah. you could get Sephiroth to join your team with Game Sharks. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do all kinds of things like that. Oh, I didn't know that. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the 
best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses. I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Yeah, I would have been doing that. Yeah, so move over, cloud. The but like, why? Sephiroth so like, you get Sephiroth to join you, and then you go and fight Sephiroth with yeah. Sephiroth. Yeah, be easy, really. <laughs> Fuck. It's like Link fighting Shadow Link. Like it just. I seems... guess so. He's dude. Sephiroth is is. I don't put him ahead of Kefka, but I do think Sephiroth is is he's more badass than Kefka. Kefka's more sinister. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's with because Kefka is just a straight up dick. What Sephiroth? Like, there's. Well, if and you, Kefka's motives are like world domination sure. and, you know, suppress. He's tyrannical, right? Yeah. Sephiroth is, is your, your, your like atypical bad guy whose only goal is like destruction. So, but you can kind of sympathize with him. Right. Because he realizes that he's like a science experiment, right? Like, right, right. And he realizes it's he's, revenge. Yeah. Right? And so, so, like, and I feel like that to this day, like, I, I like, I wanted to beat him because I want to beat the game. Right. But I never had the motivation to kill him like I did Kefka because right. I was like. Because you can oh. empathize with Seth. Yeah. Right. So, and I think revenge is something that is a, a feeling that people like can have in their day-to-day lives like anybody can empathize with that but like domination tyrannical domination ah that's harder to empathize with yeah. like you know saddam hussein maybe was like oh this kefka guy he's got it going <laughs> on like, you know yeah yeah but so, the average person to like have grandiose designs of you know world domination and you know playing the game of thrones like that like duplicitous behavior like that i don't know most yeah. people don't empathize with that no he yeah and then, I was but, just... and and that's why you know uh, villains like like Sephiroth are I I think better than Kefka because okay. you can empathize with them. You you see them as like, oh, I could go that way. Yeah, like, I get where I... you're coming from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like in Mega Man X, like the Mavericks, it's like sure. they're they feel oppressed. They, yeah, they I could go that way. It's like, and and I don't entirely remember because it's been a long time. But like, I'm positive there's parts of Final Fantasy VII where they're just like. They almost like are trying to tell Sephiroth, like, yo, like, chill out. Like, that sucks that happened to you, but, like, relax. Yeah. And Sephiroth's like, no, fuck all of you guys. Like, he burns a village. And at that point, I think it's like, ah, fuck. That's the most, that's the scene where, like, because yeah. he burns that village. And, and there's then a there's cutscene with the fire where he's walking through the fire and he's so cool. Like, oh, you're yeah. like, yeah. Cause I remember that too, cause they do the flashback part when you get to that. What town is that? Is it Nibelheim? Yeah. There's a flashback where you get to that and you actually get to control Sephiroth. Yeah. As this superpower, like, you get to control him and Cloud. 
Cloud's like a, a pussy. Yeah. But Sephiroth like has all this magic and he's what? such a badass. And I think his sword, like he's already doing nine. Yeah. You and know, top damage. Right? I think that's a really cool scene because that's a good way of making it really puts into perspective to you just how powerful this guy is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was really well done. They give you just five minutes to play as him just to be like, holy fuck. And like, it's not even his final form. You're yeah. kind of like, when you see him later in the game, you're like, oh, okay, now he's, oh. Yeah. Oh. It, uh, it's a great game, man. I the Sephiroth is cool. I really like the characters. I love the Turks. I think yeah. the Turks are so cool. Yeah, yeah. They remind me of like a more badass Team Rocket. Yeah, like because they're not for sure. They're kind of like I think they could have made them a little funnier, but I think they're trying to. I get what they're trying to do with them. Like, well, so they made the like members of uh, what was the eco terrorist Avalanche? Is Avalanche. The, Avalanche. Yeah. So they made the members of Avalanche a little goofier. And then I think they tried to make the Turks a little more badass because they yeah. are kind of like your main uh, antagonist at I, the beginning. Yeah, I love right? the music that plays when they show up and they're yeah. all in suits. Like, yeah. they're so cool. Yeah, and yeah. Like, well, and they look cool. They have that, like, you could tell. So if you ever see, like, you know, you know, cool Japanese kids who are on Harajuku Street where they have their hair done like that, you could tell, like, they're sprites. Like you were saying yeah. earlier, like, you see their sprites. And you're like, they oh, are. they're badass. Yeah. They're cool. The they're, Turks are really cool, man. Yeah. The Turks are cool. Avalanche, yeah, the Avalanche is... is cool enough i guess yeah. um For, they're eco terrorists how yeah. cool can they be sephiroth is dope i really enjoyed the whole storyline about how like shinra is destroying the planet to like yeah. get this much. and then and then sephiroth comes along and like shinra like he's right shinra knows they're destroying the planet but they're like well we're gonna get really rich it's gonna take a long time right, right. sephiroth's like nah let's just do it now yeah and that's when shinra's like whoa, 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 whoa. and like i thought that I, I thought that was so cool the way that they they really do a good job of making the entire world be like we have to stop this guy like everyone puts their differences aside he needs to be stopped so now that's a really cool theme for uh you know if you juxtapose it with today's like current state right like that's so ahead of its time because mm -hmm. in 97 people weren't worried about that like people were a little bit like oh the oil's gonna run out right, and right. global warming wasn't a catchphrase yet like sure lots of that stuff wasn't really on the radar like i think the fallout from like oh the russians you know yeah yeah was still a thing but worry worried about that kind of stuff that wasn't a thing and now like how ahead of time the time is that you know yeah and i think that uh i don't know i think that's a good storytelling medium when it, you have something that's gonna you know it's like the simpsons when they predict the future like, yeah. it's like ah, hey, you got good writers yeah. if, if people are able to like look at current events and then project something that's gonna happen yeah like, they do a great job of, 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 yeah, like really making it seem urgent. Like right. we all have to get this fucking guy. And then I just thought of it just quickly. Uh, probably my favorite part of that entire video game is where you're breaking out of Shinra and Cloud hops on the motorcycle. And yeah. he's like, that, that, was, is, that is the best. He's so badass. Like, so I liked that. I liked the tower defense where you are defending yeah, that town, yeah. right? Yeah. I hated the snowboarding. Cause I, I actually snowboarded and I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. The snowboarding, the games at the golden saucer sucked. Yeah. Like yeah. at the time it was, maybe they were trying to be cool, but most of them sucked. That's what I felt like though. I felt like they were like the motorcycling. It felt like it was part of the story and it yeah. was really cool. That really established cloud as like this badass dude. Right. But the snowboarding, I felt like it was, it would have been like if they made him skateboard or something. I was like, you're just throwing that in yeah. there. Like he's a freaking soldier. Like I get that he can ride a bike. He's a badass, but sure. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like the, I felt like the, the motorcycle part and I never really thought of this till just now, but like, I feel like part of that motorcycle scene is a, is a, is a really good way to establish that Cloud is the leader and not Barrett. Yeah. Because at that point Barrett leads Avalanche and Barrett's kind of trying to tell Cloud what to do and Cloud's like, "Oh, 
as long as you'll pay me, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Yeah, yeah. And I really feel I'll like I'll even that, dress in drag and yeah, try to seduce yeah. a mob right, boss. Right, which is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like, I didn't even understand that as like a kid playing it. Now I'm like, holy fuck, you... It's, it's affected you, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it really it has. Echoed, echoed through your development. That's fucked up. But uh, <laughs> but that motorcycle scene is the scene where you realize like, yeah, Cloud's the guy. Like yeah. everyone shut up. Follow him. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it just showed the inadequacies. Like Barrett was thinking small time. Like he's like, oh, we got to stop, yeah. you know, this company. And then Cloud's like... I can carry the weight. Yeah. Like I'm the guy. Do you know who I am? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's cool. Uh, so they're remaking it. Yeah. And I know that you're right. They've talked about it for years, but now mm-hmm. it's, it's a, like, well, and they remastered it at one point. Like they had a, I think it was ED, Edos or whatever. They had a computer version that was remastered where everybody had like the sprites had mouths and I don't know. They even had like, um, they had one that was put out where it was the same game, so they didn't redo anything really. They redid all the characters though, so all the backgrounds were the same. But you had like really detailed characters running around. Oh, that's cool. It, it was cool. It looked a little campy though, because sometimes right. they would like some of the cutscenes where it was like a half cutscene. Right. It would revert to the old like character sprites. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like this remake is gonna be. No. Although, this, like, this I'm, remake will be huge. I'm like. A lot of people are just already shitting on it because they're changing the combat and they're saying it's going to be episodes and all this stuff. I'm like, I can look past the changing combat if the new combat is good. Yeah. Like, I think that what people need to remember is like, the whole reason most people wanted a Final Fantasy VII remake is to see these characters look the way they wanted them to look, but yeah, just it's didn't a have visual the means thing. It's not do. necessarily change the gameplay. It's not right. change the story. It's, it's you just want it to be visually contemporary. What I'm worried about is... I mean, I'll be honest, like half of me is, I guess I'm a little skeptical it's ever going to come out. At this point, I think they almost have to let it come out because they've announced it. And if they, just if they came out and canceled it, people would be like, what the fuck? Just release Final Fantasy, you know, the, the X10. Yeah. Whatever. Because they're on what, X3 right now? I don't fucking, yeah, I don't, I don't like Final Fantasy X. (laughs) Um, But they, uh, that fucking cloud titus can go fuck himself um but like <laughs> like they're saying it's gonna be like episodes yeah because it's too big of game and that I, I, i'm like I, I get that see i don't because it's not that big of game well like, how it, much are you adding it depends on how they redo it because like one of the reasons why they were able to do the game the way they did it before was because of the pre-rendered background so if right. they have the backgrounds be more interactive and more three-dimensional and have the characters moving through these so they're not just like making a 3d game sure. quote unquote like air quotes there yeah um but making a game that because they they basically cheated having a 3d game by having 2d backgrounds right. and 3d characters run right it. but if they're making a true 3d game it'll be quite a bit bigger but like there's some big like you can't tell me it's gonna be bigger than fallout or bigger than fucking like skyrim or something like that or like breath of the wild or any of so those? i don't know how i don't know how big breath of the wild is but i don't think it'll be bigger than those other ones i don't think it will maybe be. maybe Fallout bigger just, than fallout 3 because like, fallout 3 is a small map sure now let me state for the record that i don't know anything about developing video games so maybe i'm completely talking out of my ass completely i just hope that it's not them looking at it like if we split this into three or four chapters we can sell 70 dollar game four times because no one is going to buy one and then not be like oh i gotta get the rest now like you're going to get them all it's a shinra move they need to change the company name they're shinra yeah (laughs) so like i hope that that's not what it is i i like everyone's fucking shitting on it being like this oh they're changing this they're changing this it's gonna be final fantasy 13 but with the final fantasy 7 characters and stuff and like at least it's not final fantasy 8 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I'm like, yo, everyone just like calm your tits and yeah. let's just see how this game turns out. If it sucks, you still have the original yes. and you can go back and play it. And if you're that fucking hard on for a remake because you're like, oh, you know, the, the original doesn't hold up that well, then maybe the original wasn't as good as you remember because nine is almost as old as seven yeah and nine's never been remade no and i will sit right here and tell you that nine has stood the test of time it has it looks great yeah it looks great it's fun to play so if you're that adamant that a remake is necessary because seven doesn't hold up then maybe seven never was quite that good yeah i think a lot of people look at final fantasy seven and remember it because of what it did at the time yeah and they're not willing to admit that like it's the same as like i shit i can't wait to do an episode of this i've said this on episodes before i cannot wait to do an episode of this show about mario 64 because i shit all over that game (laughs) and i feel like with final fantasy final fantasy 7 to me in a way is the playstation's mario 64 yeah they brought people to the house and they showed them what they could do and it was rpg and 3d and wow yeah okay but like we've found ways to do it much better since then. And it like, it was, it was revolutionary at the time, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that translates into, I mean, I haven't played it. I, I should play it again. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm just forgetting some stuff cause I haven't played it in so long. Well, and I think like in the time that it came out, you know, it's a little bit campy, right? Like the, like final fantasy nine, uh, final fantasy six. These are games that are rooted in fantasy, so they're and they translate actually a lot better. Final Fantasy VII doesn't translate very well yeah. in a lot of aspects, and it's it's rooted more in like contemporary Japanese culture, right? And less in like a fantasy setting, which is fantasy is kind of like a universal yeah. genre, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that doesn't necessarily hold the test of time very well or translate well. Seven was the right game at the right time on the right system right. that they marketed properly that made everyone think it was so cool and everyone looks back on it with such rose-colored glasses and it's a fine game. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fine it's one of the better Final Fantasies. It's a fine game. Yeah. I just like I don't know. I I I feel I do feel like it's slightly overrated. I think it gets a bump Ugh. based on what it accomplished at its time. But yeah. I'm like if you're going to sit here and tell me that it's better than either super nintendo one final fantasy not i just okay well this is a whole nother argument we could have i i I just i'm like okay so as far as the remake goes i hope it's good if it's not we have the original it doesn't matter right okay just enjoy the original i prefer the original personally because i like the boxy sprites i think it looks great sure and like it i don't know i wouldn't fuck around with it just because you know i just I, I other than porting it onto a system i could play on right, right now right? that's it everyone's getting so upset about this remake and it's like well if you don't like it just play the original yeah okay right and and i don't i don't know I, i've completely gone on a tie I, i've completely lost my train of thought i don't even know what i'm trying to say other than unless they made it so overrated. you could resurrect earth that's right okay so that was the last question i was going to ask you okay before i ask you to rank it we'll get out of here because we're at a long podcast do you think that they put a revive Eris in this one I, I would, but I wouldn't tell anybody. I sure hope they do. I, I would, and I wouldn't tell anybody, and I'd have, like, like just, just even, like, go look back at some of the old, like, how you mm-hmm. do it, and have, like, if, one of those in there. If they release it as one game, as opposed to a bunch of chapters, if they just release it as one game, and their last teaser or something before it all comes, because everyone knows that she dies. Like, yeah, they don't yeah. have to hide that, right? right? If they just drop some form of hint of a revival before they, like, in the last commercial or something, the right. last ad they'll sell another million copies. Oh yeah, I'd buy it again. I would buy, I'd buy it for a that. system to get it. Me too. Right. I would buy it for that. I, I mean, I'll play it for sure, but I would buy it for that, yeah. like unquestionably. Um, so, so before we do the rankings, mm-hmm. what was your main party that you would have? Uh, Cloud, of course. Yeah. Sid, because yeah. I love him. 
and Tifa, actually. Yeah? Yeah. What about right. you? I would do <clears throat> Cloud, Red, and Tifa. I love Tifa. Tifa, me too. Me too. Yeah. Tifa, Tifa's my, she's my favorite female Final Fantasy character of all time, yeah. is Tifa. She's dope. And I, I hated doing that because her weapon, like everybody's weapon changes, right? Yeah. And hers was hard to see all the time. Yeah. It was just her gloves. Yeah. It wasn't but as cool. It wasn't as cool. It wasn't like, well, same with the dog. Actually. I picked all the champs. <laughs> their weapons didn't really Cla- change. Cloud was also like the one main character in one of these games that you, because you know, in a lot of those games, you, you always had that one character in your party. Like in 10, I think you always had to use Titus or whatever yeah. the fuck his name was. And yeah. in 2, you always had Cecil. Yeah. And in this one, you always had to use Cloud. But he was the one that I was like, I'm okay with that. I yeah. like him. The the game just doesn't work without him. Yeah. I was like, he's cool. He's strong. He's like, more so than in any game, they do a great job of establishing like, he's the guy. Everyone get behind him. Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and I, they don't start him out like that. They, no, they don't. They build him up into it. They right? do. Like, he gradually becomes the hero you need kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so so out of 10, what would you give Final Fantasy VII? All uh, things considered. I, I'd give it an eight. Uh yeah, because I like like I said, it was it was the reason I bought a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The music was great. It was like a a cool game. Like, it was a cool game. Uh, as far as like a Final Fantasy, I felt like it was different than the Final Fantasies and the other SquareSoft games. Like I, I you know, and I wanted like a fantasy game. So then having motorcycles and helicopters and gun arms, I was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Yeah, like, it was this weird, is blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Right, so it was different, and I liked that. But in the same respect, like you said, it, it, I, if people want to change it so badly and it it's gonna hurt it that it does it doesn't look cooler, you know, then it, was it really that good of a game? Yeah, just, and it didn't translate well. There was often times where I was like, that didn't make sense. The story the, to this day, without looking it up, the story's confusing. Yeah, the whole story between Cloud, Zack, and Sephiroth is very confusing to and this I, day. I think that might partially be due to translation. Yeah, I, I agree with it, that. I think it just it doesn't translate very well. It might be something that's like a old, you know, like an old Japanese style story, yeah. but then when you westernize it, we're like, what the fuck? It's yeah. not two cowboys meeting in the center of <laughs> town at high noon. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven point five. Right. It's fine. It's not it's just not the best Final Fantasy. It's not. It's it's just same as Mario sixty four. People yeah. look at it with rose colored glasses because of what it was. And I understand that. But it's not all that. It just isn't. Yeah. Uh, except for Sid, Sid's the fucking best. Yeah, well, he, he's he's the universal Final <laughs> Fantasy character. He's, he's the, Mr. Universe. He's the best universe. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's that was a long. Final Fantasy ones have been the longest episodes. They're long games. They are long games. There's a lot to talk about with them, and the other ones always come up. Uh, thanks for coming over, buddy. Yeah, for sure. It's good. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Remember the Game. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, I'm very curious to know where you would rank Final Fantasy VII in your Final Fantasy ranks. So if you got this far into the podcast, please leave a comment or wherever you're watching it. Uh, you know, or next time you see me, talk to me. I'm very interested to know uh, where it slots in for you. Uh this was one of the most requested games uh, when I started promoting the podcast. So I hope you guys, I hope it lived up to the hype. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the, the chat between Tyler and I, and uh, that's it. I'm going to get out of here. I will be back next week with another episode of remember the game. Thank you guys so much. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it and leave a good review and blah, blah, blah. You know how it works. Take it easy, you guys. Bye.